welcome to a new episode of the Solo Female Trollet Podcast. Today I am very excited because I will be interviewing Sabrina Dorrao. Sabrina is an English teacher, an artist, and a journalist. And she has lived abroad in different countries. So today that will be the focus of our interview of how to create your community with, when living abroad. So Sabrina, thank you so much for being here. Yes, thank you for having me. So can you tell us a little bit about your story? Like what countries have you lived in? And like, why did you decide as an American, American to go live abroad? When I was in high school, I studied abroad in Spain and that was my first time being abroad. I really like wasn't doing well in Spanish in school, but I just kind of felt like, I don't know, I was like, okay, yeah, like, I want to go to Spain, I want to learn Spanish. Um, and I studied at a university there. And it kind of just um, propelled me in this direction of like, wanting to know, like Spanish and Latin culture. And I guess where I live, I live in Virginia, and there's like a huge Hispanic population here. Um, and Yeah, I don't know. So I just kind of started on that journey. And um, in college, I I wanted to study abroad in Chile, but that like didn't, I was told <laughs> not to do that. Um, but I ended up studying abroad in Australia for six months and I was working as a photographer and um, like taking journalism classes. And like along the way there, I met a lot of people living in Latin America or who were from Latin America. And I don't know, like, I just, I think the reason that I love that culture is that it's, it's just like a 180 from the United States. Like even in, in terms of like the proximity of like how close you're standing next to someone yeah. or um, I don't know, like, like they kiss you on the cheek or, yeah. Um, I don't know how it is in Venezuela. Do they do one or two kisses? Oh, no, no, we do the same. Yeah, I feel like Hispanic, we're very, like, we're very touchy. Like, we're always, like, finding ways to, okay, this might sound weird, but, like, to touch each other. Like, no. even a hug or a kiss on the cheek or, yeah. Like, yeah. even where you're, like, at a queue at, a, at the pharmacy or, like, at the supermarkets, like, people are really close to you and, like, always trying to talk to you. Exactly. And like, sometimes it's a lot, like sometimes you're walking down the street, like when I would be in Chile, there'd be like these little old grandmas and they're like, like, it's like, you'd think that they would like move for you, but they're just like, no, like I'm not like, and they just like plow into you and you're like, all right. <laughs> like, so, but it's funny. And I honestly, like, I love that, like, there's so much community, there's so much emphasis on family and just like relaxation. Like there, there's, I don't know. I, I just like loved the kind of like the community feeling that I got in Latin America. Yeah, that, that I mean, that's awesome. Yeah, for sure. We're very community oriented. I mean, I haven't lived abroad in different countries like you are. Like I always go and travel, but it's not like I just stay there and for a long period of time besides the States. And like to me here, maybe because of the person I was back then, it was really hard for me to make friends and like to meet people. So when you were moving to these countries, what were some um, things that you do or like ideas that you got to start connecting with others? Yeah, so um, when I was in Australia, I did like a, I joined kind of an exchange 
um, group there and it was like you got matched with like a buddy and then they kind of show you around and like you get to meet other exchange students although that's kind of centered towards if you're like living abroad as a student um, and then when I went to Chile I went with a program um, so I kind of had like a base I guess in the beginning of um, some teachers but we all got spread apart so it was kind of short-lived in a certain way um, but at least when I was in Chile I the main thing that I did was um, going and starting like language exchanges um, and that was amazing for me because in Chile there's so many it's so international like there's so many people from Europe there um, and yeah I think honestly I didn't feel so much community in Chile than I felt when I was in Colombia so I was in Chile for um, 11 months uh, wow. teaching English and I was in Colombia for two months and I was kind of like looking for work and and like trying to start up some stuff um, and just networking but I guess I'd, I'd like to talk more about Colombia because I, I felt like that is just more yeah it was like a more community-based experience yes for sure um, yeah so before I think something I guess to know when you're it depends on like your reason for traveling like are you going to be living there or are you going to be just kind of passing through because it's a very different experience like as you know and so if you have the time to like when I went when I would be traveling like I would always like have the time to like kind of find deeper roots and find deeper connections but I also think it's because I like sought that out so for example like before I went to Colombia I had been in this like Facebook group it was like expats in, Med in Medellin or expats in Colombia I don't know like I was in a lot of Facebook groups so kind of just seeing like what people were talking about and like what community stuff that I'd already seen like I had joined a women's group in um in Medellin and which is in Colombia and so I don't know that beforehand just kind of like I was reaching out to people and just being mm. like to have that support system like right. just to have someone say to you like you know oh yeah like I can't wait to like meet you like we can go to this park like it's just so it's like to have just like one person who you're like, okay, like I'm going to like connect with this person and then whatever else happens, happens. So I, from what you're saying is just like, well, first, like when you went to Columbus, like first you, you were active about like, hey, I'm going to find my people. So I'm going to join all these Facebook groups and then things that start happening from there. Yeah, exactly. And I think too, it's, it's interesting because like this didn't exist, you know, like, I don't know, like 10, 15 years ago, like there was no, or like my mom talks about this all the time because my mom has traveled a lot in like Nepal and India and stuff as a photojournalist. And oh my God. Yeah, it's amazing. She's, she's amazing. Like she's, she traveled uh, for like 10 years in those places, but, um, but like she was talking to me, she was like, Sabrina, like, why are you on all these Facebook groups? Like, you're just making yourself anxious. Like, why don't you just like go and meet people and like, just let it flow. And, and kind of like, I do think that there's like this aspect of like anxiety that goes into like doing too much to like prepare for a, yeah, not, like a community experience. Like, it's like, it, it will happen naturally, yeah. like, but it's, 
I do think that it's a nice like starting place, but it, like you shouldn't be like so dependent on it, I feel. Right. You like you should be more spontaneous and realize that yeah, it's something natural. Yeah, I guess like sometimes because like now that I moved to Chicago, I've been also like looking uh, to find ways to create a community and I use different apps like well, I I join a few Facebook groups as well and like I use uh Bumblebee to to meet other women and uh I use Instagram a lot so it's like yeah you're like have this expectation of the perfect interaction or like yeah when you talk to someone we're gonna get along or this and that it's like there is like I guess so much expectation um that instead when you like do it like face to face uh it's just like oh okay yeah I mean we have something in common that's cool and you know we got over all the awkwardness (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. No, that's true. And yeah, I mean, I, when I first started, like, I guess, like searching and stuff like that, I think I was more so seen, um, like in Chile, I didn't feel like there was a big expat community. And so I don't know, do you, for example, like in Chicago, do you mostly hang out with people like other people who are like from the United States or like people who are also Venezuelan? Well, I have a mix. So actually the, the reason why I moved to Chicago was because I had friends from Venezuela here because mm-hmm. before I used to live in California and to me it was really hard to find my tribe over there. So it's like, okay, I'm just going to move somewhere where I know people. And then my two options were either Chicago or Florida. So I decided I, <laughs> I, I decided to come to Chicago. So um, I had like these friends, so I already had a support system. And I think that made it made it easier to go out and build other communities. Yeah, um, because it's like I knew I had this this support system I could come back to in case like things didn't go work <laughs> out with other people. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. That's super true. And so, I, yeah, I think it's it's important to have that base too. just like no matter where you are, it's like you kind of just have this feeling of home, you know, like and so like when I first got there I um I'm like trying to remember like I I lived with one of my friends who I had met in the United States who was Colombian and so like from there I like met a lot of his friends and we would go to language exchanges and like for anyone who is traveling in Latin America like it's super easy to find language exchanges at like different like Spanish schools like they often host them or um like different bars will host them so it's like you go to the physical place like the bar or the school and then we'll have like the events like planned out or a schedule yeah yeah like I went to a lot at different Spanish schools and it's like a good way if you're also learning like wanting to learn a language you can like see the different schools without like fully committing to one in the beginning um and but yeah like I met so many people that way I met like students like I met people who I could teach English to and also friends and like yeah so I think the language exchanges were a huge community base for me and then also um so I at a different point in in Colombia like still in Medellin I lived with one of my friends from Santa Marta in the north of Colombia um and he was visiting Medellin and he's he's like an amazing artist and um we would go to a lot of events like art events together which I'm like super interested in that but like he was like very specifically in Medellin like to network with like the art community and like paint and stuff like that anyways so 
we would like go to these events and we started going to this place called La Casa Morada, which is like the purple house. And it was like an art, it was super cool. It was like this like art community, but like all with the locals, like people living in, in Comuna Trece and- um, What is Comuna Trece? Oh yeah, so Comuna Trece is like, oh, it's a long story, but to sum it up, <laughs> sum it up it's basically, on like a very um, surface level, it's one of the lowest income areas in Medellin, um, which is broken up into like six different stratas, which is like mm, like levels, I guess, of income. So that one is like in levels one and two. Um, so like the poorest uh, in in Medellin. Wow. And when I was uh, when I was there, like at at that house, just like meeting people. They had like a community radio station. They had um, like art classes, like weekly art classes. And I just like became friends with so many um, of those people. And wow. for me, yeah, like that was like, I mean, it was just amazing like to have, like I got to see like so many different neighborhoods that like you just wouldn't see as a tourist and like, Another thing that I did was I was also using Instagram to kind of like network with people who were in Medellin and one of my friends um, really wanted to get dreadlocks and so she like which I was like is so random but how do how, do you crotch them or like, yeah, like they I, don't know how, I don't know how I, do it, <laughs> but like, I was there with them but they like yeah I, I don't know but I wanted to get them once but when I was like 19 I don't want to shave my head afterwards <laughs> yeah 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 no exactly so we we had met this guy and he's um it was like dreadlocks Medellin and we met him and he lives in Comuna Trece and wow. so we like went to his house and like he was doing her hair and stuff and he so in Colombia they call it like parchar is like to like to hang out with like a group of friends, like to kind of have like a, a party, like hang out, like whatever. And so like, we were like parchando, like we were like hanging out and like on his roof and like, just to see, I think people like walk through yeah. that area all the time, but just to like see inside of his house and like meet his family and like meet all of his friends and stuff like was so, I, and it's like, that's the kind of thing that like that couldn't have, happened from a Facebook group like it was right yeah sometimes those spontaneous interactions and it's just something I don't know if it has been the same for you but like for me it has been like you know once I put myself out there when I when I'm traveling it's just like I keep like attracting all these interesting people and actually um, I also have had experiences like yours in the sense that you know, probably people from like different socioeconomical levels or like different backgrounds, when we get to interact with them and they invite you to their houses, it's just like the most amazing experience ever. And you end up being like friends for life. Yeah. And you hang out like while you're in that country or place or destination. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. I mean, yeah, no, it's amazing. Like it's, and I've stayed friends with like all of them and yeah, so I think honestly for me, I, I can also see uh, like the different levels. Like for example, when I was in Chile, like my Spanish was not very good. And so trying to build a community when like people don't speak English, it's like, yeah. 
it's a lot harder than like when I was in Colombia and I spoke Spanish and so I was like it's just a different situation but I think you can see like no matter where you are in the world like people want community like people want to be seen and they want to like share their culture and their stories and like it's just like you said it's just like how open you are to like receive that and it, it's just like amazing that was so beautiful <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh no, yeah for sure we're always social we're social creatures and we just want to connect and i i think also um you know what has happened like this year with the pandemic and all that has been like a proof for that like even though we cannot be physically together uh, we are like connecting through uh, other mediums like Zoom or like video camera or social media is now like bigger than ever. So, um, so yeah, and that's also how I got to connect with you. Yeah, <laughs> it's, exactly. it's great. And so like, what, what would you say? I'm like curious in terms of like building the community that you have, like, do you think that it's important to, I don't know, so for example, like the, I think about this a lot with social media, like, or with like Bumble or Tinder, or, like anything like that. It's kind of like this, like, <laughs> like a mess, like, cause it's, people are coming in and everyone has like different expectations and stuff like that. But yeah. so do you think that it's important to like, I don't know, to when you're searching for a community to like base it off of an activity or like base it off of, um, I don't know like what would you say is like important for community building for you like what do you look for i mean on their software's level um definitely an activity in common a hobby in common just on the surface level but then once you know you start deepening deepening the relationship is you know i believe that is more based on the values and the visions you have for your life because based on a hobby that relationship can only go that too, too far, you know? So yeah, but yeah, on the surface level, like the good thing about hanging out with, you know, for example, with you, with the, you are interested in art. So you went with your friend to that art activity and then you met all these other people. It's like, okay, you all had one point in common, which was art. And then from there, you know, it unfolded into uh, friendships. And so, yeah, I feel like when we're living abroad or when we're traveling, since we don't have that much time to deepen of relationships definitely an activity always helps yeah exactly. and the, yeah that's also what I think that like travelers connect right away because mm -hmm. we have that thing in common like traveling exploring and like we all want to share our stories it's like no 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 but my story is better but no no listen to my story so we really like have that in common and <laughs> and it works that well <laughs> Yeah, that's super true. It's funny, like, I have never really had the experience of, like, of moving around so quickly. Like, I, the most I did was, like, I lived in a camper van in Australia, and we were, like, traveling up the, the east coast of Australia for, like, two weeks. Wow. Um, and, like, that for me, I, like, didn't, I mean, I loved it. It was amazing, but I didn't enjoy that, like, we couldn't get to know people, really, like, and, um, I don't know for me for example in Colombia I joined like a women's circle um and I did like a couple different things like I I went to like a women's circle in Spanish one time which was like weirdly like I mean it was amazing but I like I couldn't like right. totally express myself so like I was just like I don't I mean but still it was amazing um 
And I don't know, for me, like that experience, I value it more, but I also see that there's so much value in kind of like being on the move and like, yeah, meeting people. Yeah, I mean, of course, I think that also depends on what you want, what you're looking for, or like your personality and what you want to see. Like, for example, I always travel fast because I want to see as many places as I can. But then on the other hand, it's like, yeah, I meet someone and it's like, oh, I mean, you're really cool. Yeah, me too. La, la, la. And then, but it's like, okay, we we hang out for a day or two and it's like, we may not see each other again anymore, you know? So it's like, oh, okay. Uh, but on the go, you'll meet someone else. So I, I guess like when you're there for uh, longer periods of time, it's like, yeah, you can create like those life friendships and like those relationships that will ne- you will never forget about. And it's just, I don't know, magical, <laughs> I guess. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, it is magical. But like, do you think that like in your experience with traveling, like, do you think that it's more like you've had really meaningful experiences where you've met someone for like two days or something and they've like impacted you so much? Yes, especially with the locals. When you are in countries where, you know, the customs and just the way of living is completely different than yours. It's like you learn so much because it's like, you know, there is a whole different way of living that is completely different from what I know. So it's like, in my experience, it's just such a humbling experience in the sense that, you know, there is more than one way to do things. And that that has come from, you know, from people that I just met for one or two days, uh, because it's like, you know, they're not my friends, so I cannot really say anything about it or judge them or criticize them. And then at the same time, since they're showing like such a, that since they're providing such a welcoming experience, it's like you're just in this deep state of gratitude. And then, yeah, you start like uh, thinking about those things. <laughs> no, exactly. And like when you, when that's happened, like have you stayed in a lot of hostels? I have, yeah. I usually stay at hostels because they are like the cheapest. Yeah, true. <laughs> <laughs> that's how I kind of for traveling so much. I always like travel like the cheapest. Um, but yeah, uh, hostels. But I believe that at hostels, if you want a local experience, you kind of really... I mean, get like a deep sense of it. I usually homestays or when I stay with a family or couch surfing is when I can get those those experiences. Have you have you done a lot of couch surfing? I have, yeah. Oh, do you have any? I, I'm so interested. Like I love hearing about like couch surfing. Sure, yeah. Um, I feel that now you're the one interviewing oh. me. It's okay. Oh. I mean, you're not a journalist. No, I, for, for me, it's like, I guess from like my perspective, it's like, I've had like I've traveled a lot like when I see people like and stuff and it's like but it's more that I've like lived in these places so it's like some I don't have as much experience of like the I think for me too it's like I kind of have like anxiety and so I've tried to stay in hostels and like I cannot sleep like I'm just like I feel like the energy of everyone in the room and I'm like I can't sleep like it's like no, I I, I, I I understand 100%. It's not for everyone. And I think that now that I'm older, I don't think I can do it. Like, because it's like you have so many things happening around you, like so much energy. And like, then I mean, you might have people coming in late from a bar. You might have people having sex in a bed next to you. You might have... One time I was in, I was like traveling in Brazil with my friend. This was like a time when I was like actually like hosteling and like doing the whole thing. <laughs> 
and this person like it w- we stayed in like an all-female dorm because I was like I don't know like I was just like okay like it's a small room it was because you know usually the female dorms are like four people and then the larger are like 12 or like 30 like whatever yeah and so we were in the female one and then like at like three in the morning this person like crawled in they didn't even come in through the door they like came in through a window and like came up like onto the bunk and there was like and I and we were just like what like what is happening like wow you know if it was like a boy or a girl we were just like we're just like lying there we were like hmm (laughs) like what but I don't know like I feel like there's always weird stories from hostels I mean that's the thing it's like you are you know you you want to go cheaper it's like there are more things that you have to give up like privacy and silence and all that but then yeah so you get like community I mean from that like on the such a bonding experience you are in the, the same room sleeping with people the same people using the same bathroom most likely going out with them like it yeah. is a bonding experience even if you like it or not <laughs> yeah exactly and then like with couch surfing did you so that was always like with locals that you stayed with yes yeah so I've done couch surfing in I did it here in the states in certain parts in California so I I made good friends from from that and also I did it in Argentina and Colombia and other places in Europe and I always use the hangout app I don't know if you know about it Mm -hmm. it's like it's like tinder but like but not like with the same purpose of dating it's just like it works in the same sense than tinder that you have your, your profile, your co-surfing profile, and then you go online and it shows you all the other travelers that are in the area and that want to hang out because they are active. And it shows like how miles uh, there are from you. So then like, you know, you start conversations, you join groups and then you go out with them. So I, I've done that in several countries. It's really cool. And and then, yeah, I, I, I like most of, 90% of my experiences have been, um, positive actually the only kind of like negative one was um in Medellin uh, oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> no no uh it wasn't really that bad I I don't maybe I think I just could have been smarter about it because it was uh, I was staying with this couple and then you know the first day it was really cool we went hiking we went to the river <laughs> And then the second day, I, I was because I was sleeping in the living room, they, you know, started like kissing very passionately next to me. And I was just like, what? what? Like, <laughs> no, what did you do? I was just like, I look at them, it's like, okay, I'm going to go to the to downtown. Um, and I just left right away. And then I didn't come back until the like pretty late at night oh <laughs> and then I left like in the very early in the morning oh um, that's so funny it's okay they were probably sending me signs before but I never caught them <laughs> but oh it's okay yeah I feel like yeah it's always I, I'm curious too like as a woman how it's been for you because I feel like I feel like I hear a lot of guys couch surfing and like a lot of girls as well but like it's always interesting to hear like if you felt like it was safe and and like if you have I don't know 
Yeah. yeah, I mean, I, I believe that couch surfing, I mean, it all depends about like how big your comfort zone is and like your budget as well, because, you know, if you have enough money to pay for like real accommodation, why should you expose yourself to that? That's the way I see it. But I yeah. think I feel like what you said, it's it's a good point about, I mean, if you're staying with locals, like if you want to meet other locals, like, and they, sometimes they like bring you out to parties or they like take you like you said like to like a river or something like something that you know it's like a, a deeper connection that that's true for sure and like a, a deeper understanding of the culture and like yeah you and you go to you go to places that are not the usual tourist traps mm-hmm. that's also a good part have, have you ever done work away before no i haven't i want to though um yeah have you no i i well no, I haven't. I haven't. But like, I mean, it's a similar idea. And I think that that if you if you like are talking about community, like it's that's also an amazing way to meet people who are like, like like minded and and kind of maybe have the idea of, you know, wanting to be in a place for a, a bit of a longer time or like have a deeper connection. Yeah. Okay, Sabrina. So, okay, this, this was amazing. I We ended up interviewing each other, <laughs> which is great. It's okay. <laughs> uh, no, but it was, it was such a pleasure talking to you. And I know like probably most of the questions that you asked me is like something that someone else was wondering. So um, again, well, we, I mean, we're running out of time and <laughs> it was like really nice talking to you. And thank you so much for accepting being on the podcast. Of course, thank you for having me.